Welcome to Playing With Perspective, the suspended animation podcast, where we hear real stories from real people and we tackle all sorts of fun topics in the areas of business, marketing, entrepreneurship, mindset, the arts, and well, life itself. It's amazing what you'll pick up. Thanks for joining us. Well, welcome everybody. It's episode 188 of Playing With Perspective, the suspended animation podcast. Our numbers are climbing, hoping to get to 200 this year, but I have a great show. The fantastic Adam Boone is in the house. How are you doing, Adam? Hey, Darren. How are you going? Very well. Have I pronounced your name correctly? It's the only four-letter word that everyone gets wrong. (laughs) 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 uh, No, it's it's pronounced Bude. Bude. Adam Bude. Fantastic. I appreciate that. (laughs) So, everybody, we're going to be chatting about a very important topic. More important as every day continues in this modern world. Sales is not what you do. Sales is an extension of who you are. The business world has changed post-COVID. We are going to be chatting about the new cutting-edge strategies to help you increase sales and profit margins, plus what it takes to be successful in business during this modern era. So I thought I'd just give everybody a little bit of a snapshot as to who Adam is. So Adam is a published author, sales expert, and course creator who helps entrepreneurs, small business owners, and salespeople increase their sales conversion rates by up to 400% authentically, dramatically improving their bottom line without the need to waste excess time and money on excessive lead generation. Adam combines nearly 30 years of commission-based selling, sales management, sales training, and business ownership across multiple industries sectors and markets. He has wholesale and retail experience, selling face-to-face, over the phones and online. His sales have been both B2B and B2C at CEO level with tier one, two and three top 500 companies through to mum and dad consumers. So through his connect, communicate and convert strategy, Adam is changing the way business and sales are done for the better. So welcome again, Adam. Darren, that was a big mouthful, wasn't it? <laughs> wow, I got through it without too many hiccups. <laughs> but um, I really, I love this topic and we were chatting obviously online to prepare for the episode. And I think this is such an important message. You know, everybody out there is just promoting away, selling away. With social media, it's become absolutely noisy and saturated. And, you know, the, the concepts that we're going to be chatting about and your philosophy is much more of a holistic way of selling and a holistic way of promoting and positioning yourself to the world. So I think it's so important. Yeah, thanks, Darren. It's um, I'd like to label it as the as as the human touch or the human element in sales and and very non-traditional. Yep, I love it. Nothing wrong with mm. that. We all need to break tradition every now and again. We do. It's time. But um, tell us a bit more about your background. You know, tell us about your sales background and why you decided to leave that world and train people in sales. Tell us a bit why, you know, why you're so passionate about this area. Well, um, like most people, I fell into sales. Um, I left school. I didn't go to university and I thought, what am I going to do? Um, just applying for a job after job after job and then landed my first retail gig, um, nice. as we as we tend to do back in our, uh, how old was I, 18? Yeah. What were you, what were you um, selling? 
Oh, I started off, um, well, my first job was in a toy store, oh, Teddy's wow. Toys. I'll always remember that. I used to get my uh, my $2 an hour. Love it. <laughs> and uh, I'd use my whole two, uh, my, my whole uh, $4 pays on a Star Wars figure at the end of each. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, there's my little Star Wars uh, thing. But um, And then I got into the automotive industry. I was in the ceramics industry. Um, I was... Um, what else do I do? Just a, a range of just retail. But through the automotive industry, I worked my way up to um, to a management position in, in the retail um, stores. We actually set up the first superstore, uh, automotive superstore in, in Melbourne. It was back in the day at Repco okay. in Clayton. And um, so we built that and I ended up being part of um, the fit out for, for many of their superstores. And and then um, I got poached to another automotive company um, as a sales rep was my first opportunity to get in the car. And I thought I was living the lifestyle, you know, the company car and the 35 grand a year and the mobile phone when they first came out and love it. it, Yeah. Thinking I'm pretty good. And then uh, that was the, uh, the first time I was retrenched. So the whole company closed down on the spot. We got the phone call, we went in there and that was a big eye opener. And I was actually out of work for about six months and, um that's when uh, I decided to uh, to go down the path of commission sales. I was having a conversation with my cousin. I write about it in, in my book, actually, of, of how that sort of all eventuated. But landed my first commission-only gig, and um, what attracted me was the money. Um, there was I'll, I'll remember this very clearly. There was two eyes on the ad, and it was they were looking right at me. Wow. And it was six-figure income, and I'm thinking, oh, wow, I've only ever earned 35 grand. Imagine... Hundred thousand, and I was like early twenties at that time. And um, anyway, I went for it, and I got that got that job. And um, what I didn't realise was how much work was involved in learning how to actually sell. See, I I was I was good with relationships, and I was doing very well with with repping, but to to actually sell, and that was my introduction to direct sales. Um, First three months didn't earn a cent, and we're on the old real estate drawback retainer system so I ended up being in a situation where I was owing them a lot of money Um, and then um, within the next nine months that first year I finished on um, just over 100k so it was my first six figure and then from that point on Darren it was all about chasing the dollar you know we go into sales because of the lure of the possibility of making more money Um, and that's why you do it and it was just job after job industry after industry role after role all the same stuff um, getting to that sort of two, two and a half year mark of burnout and needing to refresh myself and do it all again. And um, back in the in the days with that first commission job was when I was introduced to personal development. Um, so I went down the path of doing NLP. Um, I went, went down the path of Reiki. Um, uh, so really becoming quite energetical and, and doing stuff with the mind. and Very spiritual, um, very holistic. Yeah, very much so. Um, and have been doing, in fact, I'm doing a, a, still another personal development program now. So I've been doing that for, for over 20 years. And um, what I learned through my sales career is it was, uh, I was a closer, you know, and people are afraid of, of doing that sort of work because uh, they can't. And you have to become quite thick-skinned and ruthless. And, and totally, when you're in that environment, you become so detached from humanity that it's all about KPI and deals. Numbers, constantly. Numbers. It's numbers. just numbers. Um, 
when I had my first business, which I uh, again got lured into with my head chasing the dollars, was in the network marketing industry, and I and I really don't like network marketing. I never have, but I, I fell into it and I did it anyway. Um, I did that for seven years, and I was I was quite good at it. But it wasn't until probably four and a half years into that journey, the whole goal was to be a hundred k club member, and what what that was, Darren, was making a hundred thousand in commission in a month. Wow. Um, and I did that. Um, and I was the first person in six years in the company to actually achieve that goal. Incredible. Um, and that was US. So it was about 140, well, it was exactly 142,000 Australian. Wow, and when I spent the first four years chasing that goal, um, eventually hitting that goal, and then realizing after I uh, had achieved it that I felt unsatisfied yeah. and I was unfulfilled, um, something wasn't right something was missing and and the realization of me selling products and services to people that they won't use and products and services to people that they can't use only for my own financial benefit was uh that was the turning point in in my career and and from that point on so we're talking now um five years ago uh, from that point on everything has been the complete opposite because if when we understand what money is, you know, we're in business to make money, right? That's why we go to work. But what people don't understand is that money is just a byproduct of service, yep. right? So if we're focusing on money being the thing, then we're losing focus on the service that creates it to begin with. And, and that's where um, the realisation came for me that the business world must change because especially through COVID. COVID has ripped apart humanity and it's disassociated humankind from one another. And more so than ever now, people are wanting to connect again with people because we're social beings. And if I look at all the way that marketing is done, all the way that cold calling is done, all the way, everything, the way that business is done, it's all industrial age. It's all done back in the time. Exactly right. Um, and people are over it, people are sick of it, people have disengaged from it, people don't want to, they don't want to be part of that anymore, which is why marketing companies are promoting touch points are going through the absolute roof. I'm not sure if you're aware, but the average touch point I I learned recently was 21 times someone needs to be touched by us to remember us, and then another seven times before they trust us enough to buy us. That's 28 times we have to touch someone to me that that doesn't make sense what a waste of time and money and effort you know incredible it's insane yep so that's why i want to change how we communicate how we connect with people and making sure that business is of service the way it used to be um and engaging with the right people so that we're really filling up from the inside and loving what we're doing Yep. instead of filling up from the outside, chasing all those big, bright, shiny objects. Yeah, and I love that. And you touched on a really good point. And Gary V, if anybody doesn't know who Gary V is, he's an absolute guru and definitely worth following. But Gary V talks about this all the time. He says, you've got to be happy first and foremost. You've got to enjoy your life. You've got to enjoy your work. You've got to be happy. And if you're serving other people, so you might make a few couple of less deals or you know, a couple of less dollars every month or whatever, but you'll be so much more fulfilled. Yes. Isn't that much better? Isn't that a better way to wake up in the morning than just chasing numbers and metrics and selling to people who don't need your product and service just to make, you know, your quota? And it eliminates burnout. 
Yep, like there, there's no such thing as burnout because when we're filling ourselves up from the inside and, and as a human being, there's no greater joy that you can get when you're giving something to someone that they really appreciate. That's right. Like there's, there's no greater joy. So if we bring that back into business uh, and, and operate from that place, then what magic are you creating within your organisation? Yeah. And let's chat a bit about why... Old school selling doesn't work anymore. Is it just because we're so um, sat? It's been so saturated. We're just tired of it. It doesn't work anymore. Are we more savvy? Why does it not work anymore? And why does is there a need to do things differently? It's a great question. Um, I honestly believe it's because people are sick of being manipulated. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're tired of being sold to. They're tired of being lied to. Yep. They're tired of being taken advantage of. Who's going to read the fine print? You're tired of all that stuff. Yep. Yep. And that's what it is. Um, People know whether you're going for their pocket, where their wallet is, and they know when you genuinely have an interest in them. Yeah, I love that. And and if I feel someone's coming straight from my pocket, out you go. Yep. Totally get it. Totally get it. And I suppose that also boils down to a reversal in the way that the salesperson interacts as well is in the old school sales method, it was all about talking. Yes. Now it's more about listening. Yes. And I speak about that in my programs. Um, you know, whether you're a spiritual person or a religious person, I'll use the word God or universe, whatever term you want to put, put it down to, but we were given two of these and one of these for a reason. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love it. It's so that we can listen more intentively and yep. speak less. Yep. And, you know, the, the funny thing is, um, you probably heard this too, Darren, that the average male has 10,000 words a day that they speak. The average female has 20,000 words a day that they speak. Wow. <laughs> right? Now, when I did NLP, one of the things that I learned that in communication, If we bring this back to sales, only 7% of what we say makes a difference in the outcome. Yeah. It's all body language. It's all nonverbal communication. It's all nonverbal. That's correct. You know, so if that means that you've got 10,000 words that you're just getting rid of for the sake of getting rid of them, what a waste of energy. Crazy. Yep. So true. So true. And so tell us a bit more about then, you know, how you developed your connect, communicate, convert strategy. Tell us how that came about. Yeah, thanks, Darren. I will. So um, the, the three-step strategy has come from, if I look at the, we, we touched on this already with marketing and touch points, right? When it comes to marketing, um, the reason that touch points are so high is because of people not trusting And also because people are being spammed and constantly having stuff thrown at them from all angles. So they've, they've totally disengaged with everything that's going on. Yeah. Things are getting more and more saturated. We have to have more and more ways to stand out. So it's, it's just going to get to the point where it's going to be even so difficult to stand out because we are super saturated. So there's got to be a better way. Yeah. So, I mean, here's, here's a mobile phone. How many people are selling this? How many business owners are selling this one phone? Yep. Too many. <laughs> Too many. And then what's the consumer making their choice on? 
Yep. And that's another thing. Choice is becoming an, an anxious process. Too much choice. Too much choice. And it always comes down to price. Yep. So when we're in small business, we can't compete with the big boys in town because we don't have the buying power yep. um, and we, we don't have everything else that comes with that. So when we're competing on price, it's it's a short game and we will lose. There's no question about it. Short game to the bottom, to the cheapest. It is. It's the, it's the quickest way to the bottom too. So the, the whole connection thing, and, and in the marketing world, they talk about avatars. You know, who's your ideal client or however you want to pre-frame it. I personally don't like avatars because in my mind, an avatar is a make-believe person. Right. So if we're, if we're looking at authentic communication with people, we want people to come to us because we have already built trust. They like us, um, they think they know us, um, and they and they believe us, right? That's why, that's why they're coming, okay? So when we are getting our connection part right, and, and we started off the beginning of this podcast with sales is not what you do, but sales is an extension of who you are, right? Mm-hmm. So if we think about that, when we're putting our marketing out to begin with, if we're marketing from from an extension of who we are first, so people can get a feel for who they're talking to first, and then we can tell them what it is that we do, our chances of connection are, are on the rise. Okay, people aren't trying to catch us out. You know, there's so many times where we've been told one thing and what we get is the complete opposite. But if we're authentic about how we're delivering it, we're connecting with them on a much deeper level that can't be broken because it's not based on lies. Definitely. Yeah. Right. So that's where the connection comes in. And I think a lot of marketing companies are missing that element because. So many marketing companies that I know of and that I speak to say, yeah, I can get you on Facebook and SEO and Google ads and all these, and now it's TikTok and wherever you, YouTube or Instagram, yeah. I'll Indian get you all these and everything else. podcasts, we'll get you all these leads, we'll get you all these leads, we'll yeah. get you all these leads. But when they're doing that, where's the connection in the leads? Mm-hmm. And coming from that direct sales background, it was not uncommon for me to have to make 100 plus phone calls a day. Yeah. Right? Dialing, 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 no answer, no return call, no answer, no return call, hang-ups, like all this stuff. And then you get one on the phone and you've got to keep them there for as long as you can. (laughs) There's no connection. So people don't trust and people know they're being sold to. So where we need to get better is learning how we connect with people first. Great. And that's that's when, a really good point. Can I jump in? When yes. you say, um, you know, when we talk about connecting with people, do you mean connecting with people in person or can we still use digital and social media, but we just do it in a different way? Yeah. So we're energetical beings, yeah? Yep. We're both on a Zoom call right now. Mm. But do you feel like you have a connection with me, even yeah, though absolutely. it's on a screen? Absolutely. Absolutely, right? From the from the very first Zoom call we had together, there was a connection. Yeah. Right. So we can feel that energetically. We can. We're, we're human beings are judging, and we've got three seconds before a judgment's made. Yeah. Right. So when we're being authentic in how we show up, then that connection is stronger with the other person to begin with. 
So then what's your take on marketing in terms of marketing? Is marketing, is, is should we just market in a different way? Do you still see a place for marketing? But it's more Absolutely. authentic marketing. I see a place for authentic marketing. Yeah. Um, there's going to be companies that will just keep doing the traditional thing, yeah. um, take no responsibility for the outcome of the work mm-hmm. um, and say, we delivered. We promised you leads. We've got you leads. We've done our job. The rest is up to you. I look at those people that operate from that space and I know they're not coming from a space of service. They're coming from a space of KPI. Exactly. We need to find the people that have the same values as us in the individual professions that they operate in. Perfect. Love it. And, And a lot of people say too many people think of marketing as sales. Oh, and, they so market, and they market like a salesperson, but it's not. If you So what we're saying is if you can market by connecting with other people, by giving them information that they need, by yes. giving them insights, by giving them an insight into your personality, into your energy, into what your hopes and dreams are, what your philosophies are, then that is a good thing. That's a good touch point. Oh, it's an amazing touch point. And Anybody that's that's in business that doesn't want to give away anything because um, they don't want to waste their time yeah. or they're afraid of losing business to competitors yeah. or whatever, um, again, I know where their focus is. Yeah, it's pure sales. Yeah. Pure sales. And guess what? Their clients also know where their focus is. That's right. And, you know, you can do a Google search and find anything you want these days. So yes. there's no, you can't hide you know, your, your IP anymore because it's nothing, there's nothing hidden. There's nothing hidden. And, and what, what people don't understand in business, um, marketers will understand this, but business owners don't, is that our consumers are educated now more than ever. Yeah. They've already done their research on what they're looking for before they even find us. That's right. And, you know, if I, it's, a, it's a strange, banal example, but when I go shopping, if I want to buy a pair of sh- shoes or sneakers, I've already done all my research. I walk into the store. I already know which shoe I'm going to or which article of clothing or whatever I'm buying. And the salesperson, when they ask me, can I help you? I say, I'm just looking at this. And I might ask one or two questions, narrow it down and then say, I'll take that. And off I go. Yeah. The the sales process totally changed. It has totally changed. And, and, And even, I mean, just on that with the salesperson, how do we feel as soon as we put that first foot in the shop and they're yeah, jumping on us? Jumping on you. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, back off, man. Just give like, me some space. What can I help you with today? How are you going today? You know, it's just already, I'm selling. I'm selling. Yeah. Exactly right. And, and a lot of small business owners don't want to be seen that way. So they actually don't sell. Yeah. And their bottom lines are heavily affected come time to, uh, to move on from that business. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so in other words, we're clarifying the roles of sales and marketing as very different and marketing still has a place, but it has to be done authentically with a service-based philosophy, not a yes. sales-based philosophy. Yes. And, and when I'm, when I'm talking, I'm, I'm talking small business owners, small to medium enterprise here. I'm not talking big business. Yeah. Um, the big boys in town have a culture that's unbreakable. Okay. And it is a hundred. So we know that they only want our money. We know that. The small business owner has gratitude for our money because we're actually feeding their families. So true. I love that. 
Yeah. You know, so, so where we can have a bigger impact in the world with, with this type of training is at that small business level yeah. where we can teach them how their values in their business can be shown out to the world and when they're shown out to the world and they're congruent all the way through because it's a reflection of who they are, yep. then not only will people be attracted to it, not only will they want to start communicating with you, but that their likelihood of buying from you skyrockets. Yeah. And their likelihood of repeat buying from you skyrockets. So and, re and referring people to you as well. And then you get referrals. So referrals have a 400% higher conversion rate than a cold lead does. Wow, yep. And I think that's such a good point. You know, we were already talking about this over the last few years, but I think it's so apparent now that, you know, David versus Goliath, if you do things properly, you can, David can win. Yes. Because Goliath has a totally different feel. Yes. And if we, if we're really authentic and if we're really connecting with our customer and showing them that we really care about them they will come to us before they come to a big you know multi uh, multi conglomerate every day of the week yes yeah 100 that's really that's and and then and then it's never price driven either that's right yep it's relationship driven it's relationship driven yeah yeah and so much so you know even people these days of some of these big companies you know, more and more I'm making phone calls and I'm ending up all over the world in call centers and whatnot. And it's incredibly frustrating. So, you know, what we're talking about is exactly the opposite of that. Yeah, 100%. Love it. So that's where, that's where the connection part comes in. Where the communication part comes in, Darren, um, uh, I was working as a business broker on the Gold Coast for a couple of years and, and I looked very much at the small business owners, their bottom lines and and every business that came my way, sadly, was unsaleable. They were coming to me because they were financially stressed right. um, and depressed. And it just highlighted that the small business owner doesn't want to do the sales work. They fall into business. They think, okay, I'm, a, I'm an electrician, yep. stuff working for the boss. I'm going to go and start my own thing. So we, they fall into it. There's no strategic plan behind it. There's no systems. There's no procedures. There's no manuals. Um, the last thing that they invest in is, is sales training. They always put their money into marketing. Yeah. And, and I've personally invested hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars of my own money throughout all of my business life trying to attract leads. Wow. And I never had a problem attracting leads, but I had massive problems connecting with them because I was deliberately marketing for leads instead of marketing for people that I can serve. Yeah, love that. Right? Um, so with the business owner that doesn't know how to sell, they don't want to be the salesperson. They're afraid to do the selling. Um, uh, that has a huge impact on their bottom line, as we just established. But why that is, is um, if we go back to that saying that I shared that sales is not what we do, but sales is an extension of who we are. Um, I've probably spent two decades now on mindset training, non-traditional personal development, constantly buying another course. And yep. right now I'm doing a, a transformational program myself because we need to get better in here in order to really have the relationships that we want to have with the people in the world around us. Yeah. So 
if we want to become better in business, we need to become better people first. So I just did a little recording um, for a, a mini course that um, we're about to be launching. And one of the things was, how do you scale your business up from 500,000 to 5 million, as an example? Well, if we're working from our current self and if we're making decisions from our past self, then we can never be operating from our future self to get us to where we want to be. It's a totally different set of rules, different set of skills, different mindset. 100%. So the mindset, the personal development mindset and the leadership mindset that's required, the training that goes into that component of developing a person is what's going to make the difference in how they show up with the people that they're communicating with. And then learning how to communicate with people on their level so that they really understand that we understand them. Human beings have two core elements. They want to be loved yep. and they want to be appreciated. Yep, love it. So if we bring those two core elements into business, how much money do you think you will make if people feel that that is the place that you operate from? A lot more and you'll be happier. And you'll be happier. Yeah. And guess what? you will not have a client that ever experiences buyer's remorse. Yep. Isn't that great? It will almost be the opposite. They'll be thanking you and singing your praises. They'll be asking you where to next. Yep. What, what's the next step? How do we get started? Love it. How do I buy? Like they're asking you. Yeah, <laughs> Here's my credit card. Yeah. Where, 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 to, where do we go where to? Where to from here? Let's go. Where to from here? Let's go. I love it. Yeah, so wouldn't you rather be selling from that space than the traditional way of doing things. That's right. And, you know, what we're saying really is that if you conduct a sales process that's authentic and using these principles that you're going to explain, you won't need to close. They will close for you. Correct. Yep. And I love that. That is right. And there's no objection handling. That's right. So isn't that fascinating? You know, everyone in sales wants to know, how do we overcome when the wife says no? Yeah. How do we overcome when they say they don't have the budget? How do we overcome? What do we say when they say we don't have the, um, we'll have to get back to you. It's not the right time. Right, yeah. What do we, like all this stuff. Yeah. And that's simply because what they're not listening to, Darren, yeah. is that the people don't want what they're trying to flog them. <laughs> it's just that simple. That's right. And they haven't built a relationship strong enough with the prospect, with his wife, et cetera, et cetera. And if you do that properly, they will be ready. They'll come to you and say, all right, let's go. Yep. So, I mean, how many, how many people actually come to you because of the service that you do and they've seen that that service be done elsewhere? Yeah, a few, quite a few. I was one. Yeah. yeah. Which I'm very Saw what you did. For. Liked it. Said, I want to be part of that. Yep. Love it. I appreciate that. And I'm thankful for that. And in terms of... You know, let's get granular here. If we were, if people were to go say, great, this is all very you know, well and good, sounds great, but give us some tips and tricks and strategies or tools that we can use when we're in the sales process to make sure that we're acting authentically. Yeah. The best tool I'll give you right now is to remember this saying from this day forward. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. I like it. 
So if we can operate, if our intention is to be of service and we operate from that space only, then the conversations that we will have with people are not forced conversations. We actually are able to ask a question without fear. So true. And most most salespeople, uh, the reason that and business owners, the reason that they don't get the sales because they're afraid to ask. Yeah. And they're afraid to ask because they know that the other people know what their intention is. Yeah. And they might uncover something that might uh, derail the sales process in a way. Yeah. But if you're not scared to do that, you might actually take you to another sale that might be even more beneficial to you or, you know, who knows? Exactly right. Um, and, and I speak a lot about this in my book. So the, the, the book that I wrote was very much a big brain dump of my, my sales career and what I used to do and what I had to do for money yep. and then um, how, how I, I sort of turned that around to being more of why we want to be operating from this space that I'm sharing with you now. Yep. So if we can change our values and we can believe the values that we have in our business as true, then if we operate from there on every decision that we make moving forward from our future self, not from our past, then the questions that we ask will be different. The communication that we have will be different. The responses that we get will be different. Um, the, the depth of the relationships will grow deeper. Love it. And the ease of it all, it will be. And you touched on a really good point before as well as something that really hit home with me is that when you're acting in this way as a salesperson, you will ask so many more questions. You'll be inquisitive. You'll be curious. And that is such a powerful way to build rapport and allow people in and allow people to trust you. Whereas in the old days, as you mentioned, we shied away from asking those questions. We just started selling, selling features and benefits, features and benefits. And then we went to close. And then we went to close. Yep. Yeah. But if you can yep. ask more questions, you're just having a conversation with a friend. And then they will know that you you have their best interest at heart and you'll come to a an agreement that works for both of you. Totally. And, you know, I'll speak to so many people that, that run a business and say to me, I, I, I can't sell. Mm. I'm not a good salesperson. You know, I, I, sales scare me, all, all this stuff. Yeah. Um, my reply is very simple to that, and that is, you know, extending what you just sort of shared, is if you're in an environment where you're comfortable with someone, do you ever have problems communicating with them? No. We're all actually selling every day. If you want to use the that in inverted commas, that term, we're all selling in a different form, but we're selling authentically because we care. Yeah. A sale is made in every conversation yep. or a transaction is made in every conversation. Yep. You know, whatever, however you want to look at it. The only difference between a conversation at a pub and a conversation with a customer is that there isn't an exchange of money, Yes, but it's the same principle. So true. So if we can think about that when we are in every single interaction and think about interacting from that place, Yes. Then that will already change your whole uh, business. Change everything. Because what we're, what we're actually doing, so um, right at the beginning, we're talking about the industrial age, right? So what we're actually doing here, Darren, is we're moving away from management and we're moving into leadership. 
Now, leadership is a very loose term right now. You could have a manager who's in the leadership team, right? But they're not leaders, they're managers. And the, the key difference with our leadership skills is we must be the person that's prepared to roll the sleeves up and do the work ourselves and be the demonstration of how it must be done. Yes, love that. Right? Um, managers don't do that. No. Lead, 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 lead by example. Get, lead by get example. down in the trenches with your troops. Exactly right. One of the topics in my course is do as I do, yeah. and there's a big difference between that and do as I say, right? So um, if, we're, if we can really work on our leadership skills and, and in the leadership skills, you know, for me, it's things like getting our intention right. It's about having our integrity right. It's about, you know, learning so many more aspects of human behaviour that people look at you and say, you know, this is just a guy or a girl that I want to follow. Yeah. You know, if you say jump, I'm with you. Yeah, love it. Love you it. know, so, so we get better at the leadership stuff. We work on our mindset because business, as we know, is like this. There's no straight line to success. I wish there was. But it's one step forward, 11 steps back sometimes. It's a roller coaster. It's a it is a roller coaster. Right. <laughs> so if we can't get this stuff right between our ears, yeah. then the journey that we're on is not going to work. Yeah. So if we've got our leadership skills getting stronger, if we've got our mindset skills getting better, then our um, sales skills, sales skills are naturally better. Yeah, beautiful. We can almost put them in inverted commas and say our caring skills because everything will take care of itself if you care about the other person and what they're trying to achieve. It does. It does. And, you know, the biggest problem that I found in, in sales is that salespeople spend the commission before they get it. <laughs> yeah. So in their mind, they're already thinking about, oh, that's I'm going to make $500 from this and I'm going to put that $500 over there. Yeah. Um, so I, and now I can go and buy this, and now I can. So the business owners are doing the same thing too. Yep. They're spending it, so that's why they're afraid to ask for the sale. That's right. That's crazy when you think about it. And do it's you see any? Do you see any big companies or any big brands doing this really well these days? Yeah, do you know, I think Virgin um, very much so. Okay. It, yep. His philosophy was very, very good. I love Branson. Yep. And he, um, and this was. You know, he, he was thinking like this many, many years ago. Yep. Yep. It's all about, genuinely all about the values to the customer. You know, it's, it's what it is. Yeah. So, Adam, tell us a bit more about your book. You mentioned, you, you touched on your book earlier. Yep, here it is. <laughs> it's The Art of Authentic Selling. Beautiful. By me. Um, <laughs> yeah, look, as I say, it's, uh, it's very much a why-to book. There's a little bit of how-to stuff in there. Um, but it's very much a, a why to book, um, why we must be showing up differently, why we must be thinking differently, why we must be acting differently, why our intentions must be different. Um, I use a lot of a lot of examples in, in how people are being inauthentic with, with themselves. And, and one of them um, actually had a, a really good conversation a, a month, about a month ago with um, a marketing agency in Sydney um, who one of their sales reps um is a is a female and she's very good at her job but there's a lot of sex appeal about the transactions that she gets you know and and they're they're the sort of things that that i'm talking about in the book as well like 
how are we showing up and what image are we placing in people's minds as to who we are? Yeah. You know, um, how do we how do we really connect with people on that deeper, authentic level where what you see is what you get? And I love the way you mentioned that even the book was written more from a why than a how-to, because when we talk about how-to, that's starting to get more scripted and more sequenced. And that's actually what old school selling was, you know, scripting things and processes and methodologies, whereas why selling is more authentic and natural. And it's just takes on its own momentum if you really care about the other person. Yeah, it's consulting versus selling. Yeah, yeah really. Yeah, yeah. I love um, and and you know, yeah, it's a, it's a big difference. But the, the funny thing about that, Darren, is that if I was to do an online ad about why to do things differently, yep. it doesn't have the same impact as to what to do specifically. Yeah, yeah. And that's because people are still thinking very old school. So. We need to really change the way society thinks too. That's right. And that's and that's our responsibility at the end of the day as a business owner. You know, human beings, we're if I if I make this personal and not business for a second, human beings are on the planet for a short time. Yeah. And our goal in life is to evolve and grow. 100%. That's it. Hundred percent. If we're not evolving and growing, we're shrinking and we're dying. Yep. There's, there's no happy ground. There's many people that will stay in that same space for till lights out. Yep. Um, power to them. Yep. <laughs> but really, if if we know that the human being is all about growing and evolving, then as a business owner, our responsibility to society is to help create expansion. Because when we're creating more expansion, then that's giving people the ability to evolve and grow into something that they haven't already had. Love it. So true. Right? Um, so you can't get that in big corporate. They care. That's no. money only. But from small business owner, if we know that we can help make a difference to someone's life and we're wanting to help create that expansion in their lives, then we're naturally showing up and we're naturally communicating and we're naturally executing transactions on a very, very different level. Definitely. And I, I love it. I think it's, you know, it, it's so um, it's so apparent these days that that's what has to be done. Things yes. So saturated, so noisy, so competitive. Businesses are popping up. Similar businesses are popping up every second day. It's just almost, you almost feel suffocated. Yep. No and they're all doing the way. same thing. And they're all, and doing, they're all doing the same thing. Yep. And, you know, why, do, why does 80% of small businesses fail in the first 12 months? Yep. And why does 80% of that last 20% fail in the next four years? It's simple. Yep. They're operating from the past. Yep. And, they're, and they're replicating broken models. That's right. So if we want to be in that 20% group, we have to not replicate those broken models and think laterally on how we can do things differently to get the ongoing growth in our business. And certainly over the last few years, as we mentioned right at the beginning of the show, the need for human connection and human um, interaction is so much stronger now through the last few years that this, there, this is the time for this kind of philosophy. 
Very much so. And, you know, traditional sales trainers, um, they talk about ethical selling now. They talk about integrity selling now. But at the end of the day, if it's all scripted and if the if the bottom line is to get an outcome for someone to say yes, it's then not, what we're dealing with is manipulation. Yeah, that's right. And it's exactly the opposite of what it's intended to be. It's the exact opposite. So, um, and, and I think that's why too many business owners haven't done sales training before, Darren, because they know that that's, that's the case and they don't want to be the person that's manipulating the outcome. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Um, as opposed to, you know, how do we get better within ourselves so that we can not manipulate the outcome, but we can celebrate the outcome. Yeah. I mean, it's quite a rare occurrence to find a sales trainer that is so into spirituality and, you know, Reiki and NLP. And, you know, that's quite an amazing combination. Well, I learned that NLP was used by all the personal development gurus. And really what NLP is, Darren, is it's mind manipulation. (laughs) (laughs) We're getting to people on a subconscious level that they're not aware of. Yeah, yeah. Um, And when I learned that that was the case, I had to pull back. Right. Right. I do use NLP to teach people how to build rapport because people don't know how to build rapport and they don't even like what do you what, what's your understanding of what rapport is so when i hear the word rapport i i generally think of it in terms of being on the same wavelength with somebody just just energy wise clicking with somebody that's what that's what it means is to me. yep. it is a subconscious so it's an energetical connection yeah whereas people think that building rapport is to make people like them right very different. Yeah. Very different. So traditional business will be about how do we get them to like us? Yeah. I'll teach you how to connect with someone on an unconscious level so that they're instantly open to talking to you. Yeah. Love it. Very different. Very different. Very different. Yeah, love it. And so Adam, tell us how you actually work with people. Do you work, do you do training um, seminars? Do you do online? Webinars, how do you actually work? Yep, thanks. That's a great question. Um, in multiple ways. Um, I've got my um, I've got my online sales training course, which is a self-paced program. Um, so people can take that. And really what they're going to get with that program, Darren, is fundamentals. So what we've been talking about today is bigger picture stuff. What I do is give them the basic fundamentals Beautiful. on all of that stuff so that they can take it and start to implement it in their daily routines. Beautiful. Okay. A little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit there. Um, so they've got the online self-paced, but there's a lot of people that will, that like that, um, but they actually want more hand-holding. They want that human connection again, um, that person that's in their corner that they can have coaching with. So nice. um, I'll do one-on-one coaching with people through that or group coaching if it's through through a company that are doing the program and doing some group coaching with them. Um, I do workshops. um, I do um, consulting services, looking at the end-to-end services of of what's going on in the business. And, you know, right from how quickly do you answer your phones? What do you say on the phones? Show me how you're training people. What are your back-end follow-up systems like? You know, what's your company values? One of the things I talk about in the course is aligning our forces. And aligning forces is when we're all working from within. And there's a massive disconnect in organisations because the business owners or the company leaders, they only want to make as much money as they can. 
Yeah. <laughs> they want to cut as cut, cut as much cost as possible, make as much profit it's as possible. Profit. Yeah. It's all about profit. The workers are coming in there trying to earn as much um, dollars per hour as possible, and they want to do the least amount of work as they possibly can to get that amount of money. <laughs> so when when you're looking at that massive disconnect, yeah. there's there's something that doesn't work there, right? Yeah. So aligning forces is bringing the bottom and the top together so that their values are in line, their vision is in line, their goals are in line, and their everything else that they operate from is in alignment so that they're all working for the greater good of the same outcome Lovely. at all the different levels. Um, so getting into companies and, and really helping them with that, that alignment process is, is really quite big. Um, there's no, I don't have a personality profiling tool and I'm not going to put people in a box or anything like that. It's it's really let's look at what's going on and let me share with you what I think is what's necessary for you to bring that together. Um, and then what training are you doing with your staff? In most cases in, in businesses, they tend to promote the best salesperson as the sales manager. Definitely. Now, most salespeople are not managers. No, because they, they most, they're driven by the sale. They're driven by the sale. Most um, so most people are not managers. Most managers are not salespeople. Yeah. So what we need to do is look at who's in these roles and look at how they're training and really develop that do as I do um, strategy. Right. Yeah. So so really getting in there, working with them, and and soon now that uh, now that everything's opening up again, I'm I'm looking forward to uh, in the in the near future getting out to the different states and. And doing some weekend workshops and um, possibly boot camps and and whatnot as well. Oh, sensational! I mean, that's you know you're covering a lot of great bases there, and you can help people in many different ways, both individuals and corporates. And uh, I think that's sensational. That's fantastic. Thank you. Well done. Um, well, Adam, I really appreciate you coming on the show. I think this was an incredible discussion. Um, I really enjoyed it, and I just love the way that we went a little bit more high level, a little bit more mindset and values. Base because I think without that, you can't be authentic. You can't sell authentically if you don't know why. It's all about the why and opposed to the how. Yeah, the first topic I teach in my in my course is, is understanding your why. Yeah. So, you know, for the listeners that go and look at the replay from today's um, podcast, what was your, you know, top two or three takeaways that you've got out of our conversation that you know, geez. I can really improve a lot in these different areas that can help take my business from here to here. Yep, definitely. Love it. And I'd love to get Adam back on the show. So if you have any particular questions or any particular parts of what we're talking about that you'd like to explore further, please do write us right into us. And uh, we would love to put a show together to, you know, take this further if you like. So we, we welcome you to do that. That sounds amazing. But, uh, Adam, if everybody wants to get in touch with you, what's the best uh, handles? What are the best websites? Yep. So I've got the website in my name here. Um, when I developed the business, I really didn't think too clearly about it because it's a really long one. <laughs> so <laughs> I've had to have gone and made a capital letter at the beginning of each word, but you can go to my website, which is the Authentic Sales Training Academy. You can find me on LinkedIn. Um, you can find me on Facebook. You can send me an email at um, adam at the Authentic Sales Training Academy. And um, all of my contact details are, are all there. Awesome. And I'm assuming that people can find your book on your website as well? Yes. Um, the, the book itself has got its own website. It's okay. the art of, yeah, theartofauthenticselling.com. 
Okay. Um, so exactly how it's spelled there, but it's just a, a dot com. Beautiful. Um, and it's also on Audible. So for those that are, are listeners, you can get a, a good couple of hours of my hypnotic voice going right through <laughs> your body. <laughs> Love it. Looking forward to it. I'm putting you to sleep. <laughs> yeah, it's on my list. <laughs> Love That's it. Well, Adam, really appreciate you coming on the show. I really enjoyed that discussion. And I hope everybody out there got a lot out of that. Um, and it made you think a little differently, potentially, in terms of how you go about your sales process, and I'll put sales in inverted commas. Yeah, I like to, um, I like to, my slogan on each book that I signed, Darren, is, and I'll, and I'll we'll wrap it up with this, is, is really um, be the difference that you want to see in business. Yeah. You know, and if we can be the difference and everyone's being the difference, then could you imagine the world that we are creating by the way that we're showing up? Yeah, yeah. Isn't that isn't that amazing? I've got goosebumps. Love it. So true. I think that's so powerful. Um, well, Adam, really appreciate that again. It's been an amazing chat. And uh, I wish you all the very best. And everybody out there, of course, I'm going to put all the links in the show notes. And reach out to us if you want us to discuss something in particular about what we chatted about today. We'd only be too happy to put another session together for you. So everyone have a great day, Adam. Thanks again. And uh, we'll see you very, very soon for another episode. Thanks, Darren. Keep up the great work. See everybody. See you guys. Thanks again for joining me for another episode of Playing With Perspective, the suspended animation podcast. If you would like to join me as a guest on the show, I would be delighted to collaborate. Feel free to buzz me on 0414-659-800 or email me on darren at suspendedanimation.com.au. I'm always on the lookout for great guests who can share their stories and expertise with my community. Also, if you have been thinking about putting your own podcast together and not sure where to begin, look no further. I run a really simple three-part podcasting course, one-on-one with me, where I walk you through the entire podcasting journey. You will end up with a fantastic new podcast to start sharing right away. Feel free to get in touch to discuss further. But for now, though, have a fantastic day and I'll see you next time.